Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey hey Michigan Maniacs, this is the Michigan Football Rant and I am your host Adam Brewer. Before we get into this episode, I just want to go over a little housekeeping, alright guys? Um, right now you'll find me on Instagram and uh, Facebook. I'm also going to be way more active now on YouTube. I've been hinting at some things and I'm finally narrowed it down to what I want to do. So I want to break it down to you right now. Uh, on YouTube... I will be downloading all reaction episodes from here on out. You guys seem to be loving every reaction episode I put out and every quick hitter episode I put out are off the charts, both of them. So I will start with reaction episodes and I will probably start putting quick hitters on there as well. Um, fantastic. The response you guys have been giving me lately is off the charts. I just want you guys to know. I really, really appreciate your support. So with that, go to um, you, uh, YouTube and like and subscribe. And also go to Spotify and leave a star review. Uh, hopefully it's a five-star review. Follow there as well. And hit me up on the DM and I will send you new stickers. And I have wrist bracelets. The ones that old Lance Armstrong used to have. But they are blue with the Michigan Maniac uh, on it. And let's face it, this is the football rant, but we are all Michigan Maniacs. I will do that for free. You just got to hit me up, let me know where I need to send them, and I will do it for just simply thanking you for supporting me. Also, if you go to um, Spotify in the bio, you can hit uh, the voicemail voicemail Mondays is going to be a thing. Please leave your voicemail and I will create a whole episode around whatever voicemails I get. If I don't get any voicemails, it'll continue just to be ask me anything. Either way, I'm hoping that you guys get involved. I want to be more uh, retro. I want to be more active with you guys. Okay. Also you go to the bio in Spotify and you can support this podcast for a mere four ninety nine a month. I think there's three options: ninety nine cents, four ninety nine, and nine ninety nine. Either one, I really don't care. Either one you want, you go ahead and support this podcast, and it will allow me to buy shirts, hats, and all the other stickers and uh, bracelets that I can pay for. That's all I want to do is just give back to the maniac society that has been so good to me. So I appreciate you guys. Go through all this. If you can, let me know, and I will give back to you as much as I possibly can. Thank you so much for being the greatest audience ever. I mean, you guys have been fantastic. Um, to me, you always be the silent majority. There's a few of you I hear from constantly, but the numbers have just been increasing, and it is fantastic. It is getting to the point 
um, it's getting to the point where we are almost pre-COVID numbers, and that's exciting. And I have only you to thank. So thank you very much, guys. Once again, go to YouTube. Go to Spotify. Like and subscribe on both. Leave a review on both. Hit me up on the DMs, and I will send you new stickers and new rubber bracelets. You go and support me on the bio in Spotify. Pick any one of the three that is off, that is offered, and I will also send you a hat. Once the, the new hats come out, I want you to pick which one, and I will send them out. I just want to make... You guys happy. That's all I want to do. So I hope we can just crush it. And I hope you love this week's episode. This is the Michigan Football Rant reaction episode, Michigan State. <laughs> wow. Where do I start with this one? Um, you know what? We'll just address the obvious because everybody's going to be doing it. So we'll get it out of the way. What we saw afterwards with Michigan State jumping. This is an old-fashioned jumping. One. I, they, Harbaugh said there's two, but the evidence only shows one. Michigan football player is, <laughs> I would, it's, it's the most low-rent thing I've ever seen. I get shit-talking. I understand it. I'm a male. I used to be young at one point. I've thrown fists plenty of times in my life. I get being hot-headed. Totally get it. But one thing I've never understood is why more than one man will jump one other. Like, if you need 10 of your boys to help you beat up one person, you're an embarrassment to mankind. Or you're just a chicken. One of the, I just, I don't understand it. I've never understood this type of behavior. I understand squaring up. Man, one man, one man. Go at it. See who wins. But when that person's down, you don't take cheap shots. You don't kick them in the face. You don't do any of that stuff. But then again, I grew up in a time where people were held accountable for what they did. Now, I don't think so much, as you can see in plenty of different categories in life and just in this country uh, it seems like our country eh, nah I'm not even gonna get into that uh people aren't being held accountable and it leads to this type of behavior and it goes to the top Mel look at what Mel Tucker is Mel Tucker is a flop sweating fool and what he did is he built a persona off of a Google search for what do tough guys do? You know what I mean? He bought into the... It is weird that the Big Ten has so many um, douchebaggery type head coaches. That, and what I mean is, if you have a... If you're a head coach and your team has something on its helmet, like Relentless, Elio, Love Each Other, Bullshit, Tom Allen, what a dork... Uh, or Roe, like the cult leader over there in Minnesota. If you have stuff like that on your helmet, you're a joke. You are this uber, oh, I'm so macho. I do this. I talk to everybody. I say, hey, man, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. They always have some stupid slogan like love each other, 
uh, row the boat, chopping wood. I mean, this is how bad Mel Tucker is at it. He has like three of them. Tucks are coming. Row the, I mean, chopping wood. Uh, relentless. Take him into deep water. I mean, it's dear God, dude. It's like word vomit for tough guy speak. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. But the one thing I have to say, the one thing that Tuck has given me hope for is that even I can be a college football coach. I mean, I can look up and get like some stupid saying like chopping wood. And then, you know, do the hand signal, do that really mean pantomime where you look like your face looks like you're hate pooping a turd out of your body. You know, you get that real and he's sweating a lot. So it looks like he's really struggling with that turd like it can't come out. Like he has just had surgery and five days later he still can't poop. And you're like, he's giving the face and he's all sweaty and mean. And he's got his hand going down on his other hand, chopping wood. Yeah, we chop wood. When things go bad, you know what we do? We chop wood. And then everybody else is so terrified that he's going to yell at them that all those little cucks start slapping their hands the same way he is. Yeah, we all chop wood, guys. Let's chop wood. It is the most embarrassing thing I've ever seen a grown man do in my life. I don't know if it's it's pathetic. It's sad. And if I was... I, I, I couldn't be on that coaching staff. I'd laugh my ass off every time I'd see that fool do something like that. Because it's all phony, baloney, bullcrap. It is. It's all phony, baloney. He's a fraud. Because look, how did he even get a coaching job is what I want to know. Did you see his defensive approach to Michigan? We have a mediocre at best, not because of the talent, but just because of our approach, a mediocre pass offense, mediocre at best, just because our, our run, our run offense is so amazing, right? We are so good at running the ball that we don't pass the ball. We refuse to pass the ball. We refuse it. So what Tuck in his brilliant thought process was, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make them move the ball, run the ball on me numerous times, and we're going to try and stop the. We're going to stop the pass. We're going to stop the pass, and we're going to let Michigan take long drives to score the ball, to score the touchdown. What a fucking moron! <laughs> That's exactly what we do. Like we take long drives. And we score the ball. We score the touchdown on the run. The running game. That's what we do, you fucking moron. I, <laughs> I tell you, man. He's oh, he's so stupid. He's such a bad coach. I mean, I don't know how he had not. You know how he for somehow he must have a horseshoe jammed so far up his ass, a lucky horseshoe because he got ninety five million dollars. Off of two wins against Jim Harbaugh and the luckiest transfer portal move in his whole coaching career. <laughs> $95 million, dude. Oh, my God. I like to say he's a moron, but maybe he's not. Maybe in, like, money, he's amazingly smart. Maybe that's it. Can't coach football to save his fucking life. But... <laughs> 
amazingly smart when it comes to money or hustling. Maybe he knows how to hustle because, you know, I'm Italian. I know a few dudes who knew how to hustle money. I get it. It's it's a learned it, – maybe it's just something you do. Maybe it's just something you know. Maybe it's, it's ingrained in you, right? I know some real hustlers, and they don't know how to do shit otherwise, but they can hustle. Boy, they can get that money, and – Maybe that's it. Maybe that's all he knows how to do. God bless him because it got a $95 million. But when it comes to football, he sucks. Awful. And then his his offense approach. We're just going to huck it down. <laughs> We're going to huck it downfield and hope to God it's 2020. And that we can continue to do it. And it kind of worked for one drive. And let me repeat that. One. Okay, I'll give him two drives. It worked for two drives. Two drives. <laughs> I guess this is the worst team I've ever seen. And we made them look better by kicking 9,000 field goals. Was it tonight? I can't remember. I think it was 9,000. Because it seemed like every chance we got, we kicked a field goal. Because our red zone, you would think, you would think, you would think on coming off a bye. That we would have attempted, just attempted, for shits and giggles maybe, just for a good hearty laugh, we would have tried something new in the red zone. Maybe, I don't know, draw it up on the field, you know, get some sticks and stones and, hey, you go here, you go left, I, t I throw it in the corner. Something, anything, anything but what we've been doing. I mean, the red zone, now listen, red zone I think is 20 and in, right? So from 20... Yards to about 10 were actually pretty good, I think. And I guess if I haven't looked this up, and I probably should have. But I bet you money, if you were to look from the 20 to the 10, most of our touchdowns in the red zone have come in that area. Right? But where the wheels completely fall off, which you would think is crazy town with how good we are at running the ball or at least being able to use that as a decoy from five, from 10 to the end zone from 10 to the end zone is got to be our worst. We have got to maybe three, four touchdowns out of the 26. I think we've scored 26 touchdowns. I think we've been in the red zone now. If you include last week or this week, um, I want to say like 40 sometimes because it was 40 at the beginning of the game. So 40 at the beginning of the game, 37, we scored on. 26 of them were touchdowns. So I would assume the majority of our touchdowns come from 20 yards to about the 10-yard line. From 10 yards in, I bet you we may have three, maybe four touchdowns in that area. After that, it is all field goals. We stink at this. We stink at uh, 10 and in. And, you know, I, I would be a little bit more worried, but I've watched now Ohio State back-to-back -back weeks struggle in the red zone in the beginning of the game. First half, they struggled just as much as we do. So, yeah, we need to get better at it, obviously, because, you, like I've always said, you cannot trade touchdowns for field goals and think you're going to beat a team like Ohio State, like Georgia, like Tennessee now for some reason, and Alabama. You're just not. You're not going to beat them. Just, it's impossible. Or you have to pray that somehow... You get the same lucky, the same lucky horseshoe jammed up your ass that Mel Tucker has, but for football plays instead of money. Um, I I just 
I don't know, man, because it, the passing game, uh, I know I'm all over the place right now, but that's why you tune in, right? It's just like uh, I open up my brain and it is a open faucet of shit just comes pouring out. And I wish I could direct it, but I really just can't. So enjoy it for what you can. Um, I was thinking, is our is our passing game such a threat that people willingly try to set up uh, offensive uh, or their defensive play, like their defensive uh, attacks against us to stop the pass? Or is it, I just, I don't know. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think this out in live, like uh, real time here, because it, it shocks me that Mel Tucker would, do something so fucking stupid because his pass off his pass defense is atrocious. It's the worst thing. He is the coach who made his bones, as they say, in the biz being a defensive back coordinator. And his pass defense sucks something awful. So if you're going to make JJ, you're going to just say, we're going to take the pass away. And that's what they did. They were saying, because two two high safeties, they, they had guys. And if you saw it, most of our, our wide receivers are covered. So there was a focus attack on our passing game. <laughs> Which is just the stupidest thing I've ever heard was the Indiana game. Because I, I compared them to Indiana, the way they do tempo, all that kind of stuff. And I said that their defensive attack was going to be similar to what Indiana did, right? Did they watch that game and said, there's no way we defensively can stop the run? like Indiana did without because our defensive backfields suck so bad that we have to be able to put more people in the passing game to slow that down and just hope we can stop them with seven men in the box or just a seven man defensive attack up front. It had to be. And that's only solely because of JJ McCarthy, in my opinion, right? And I think that's what he saw. I think he looked at it and said, there's no possible way. We're, if J.J. threw for 300 yards against Indiana, he'll throw for 700 against men, like Michigan State's defensive backfield. They suck. So he's like, well, we have to be able to stop that because I'm not going to have a, a – like I think what he was thinking is I'd much rather lose like this, 29-7 to than – 56 to 14 or whatever he lost to Ohio State last year. And that's what it could have been because he has no running attack. He has no pa- no real passing game other than Peyton Thorne just closing his eyes and tossing it up in the air and hoping his guy comes down with it, which Coleman, surprisingly so, very good wide receiver. Big kid. I mean, I was somewhat impressed with Coleman, even though he did push off on every catch that he, he made in that 50-50, but hey, needless, whatever. Uh, I think that's that had to be what Mel, Mel Tucker was doing, and his and his pea-sized brain, because it looks like that skull of his is like, it's just all cranium. It's just all thick, thick skull. Like, I bet he could run headfirst into a wall and and like break it down. I, I literally just run right through it with his big old thick head of his. Um, but it, it, he can't have much brain in there. 
He just can't. I because I think that's really. I to be honest, I think that's what he decided. He was like, "Listen, I'm not going down because because it's it's pride cometh before the fall, right?" Like his predecessor would say. He's so prideful in wanting to look like a macho Uber. I'm a tough guy. We chop wood. Well, you can't chop wood if you lose fifty six to ten, right? You can't. You can spin a 29 to 7 ass whooping. And it was pure domination, by the way. This was a I think this has to be the lowest uh, run total we've ever allowed against Michigan State. 35 yards, I think it was, on 23 carries. <laughs> think about that. 23 times these idiots ran the ball, <laughs> they only got 35 yards. Oh, God, that's great. That is good stuff. And Peyton Thorne just closing his eyes and chucking that ball in the air. Boy, they look great today. Oh, they're awful. Just awful. <laughs> this was, it was kind of, oh, it was great. But I'm telling you, that's what Mel Tucker had to have been thinking. He had to be like, you know what? I'd much rather lose 29 to 7. Because he knows we stink in the red zone. He knows it. Everyone in college football has to know Michigan, both play calling and execution, stinks in the red zone. Stinks. So he knows. Listen, if we can just keep them out of the end zone, right, we, we're, going to, we're going to kick field goal. They're going to kick a field goal, and we have a chance. Because he knows he's lucky, right, and he knows field goal. He knows. Everybody knows. That you don't trade touchdowns for field goals. That I, even Mel Tucker knows that. So, and that's what happened last year, right? We kept we kept kicking field goals. They kept scoring touchdowns, and he was hoping to God that Peyton's, Peyton Thorne's going to throw that ball up, and all of a sudden, Jamon Green's going to turn into twenty twenty Jamon Green and can't cover for shit. Well, didn't happen, you know. And that's what I think he was. He that's the that's the only thing I can think of because not his approach makes no sense in any other in any other way it makes no sense <laughs> no no sense like literally think about it there's no sense but <laughs> they are so bad I mean and it, it shows it shows everything everything Mel Tucker is the reason why those kids jumped J, uh, Jane McBurrow. Because he's a fake tough guy. He creates this machismo, crazy attitude for his program. And then these kids feel that they can do the same thing because that's what they expected from him. So when a Michigan player... Now listen, maybe McBurrows walked by and said he's going to fuck all their mothers in the butt. I don't know. Maybe he did say that. But last time I checked, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words... Words, mind you, will never hurt me. It's amazing that you learned that as a child back when I grew up. But yet now, words has been flipped. <laughs> Sticks and stones will not break your bones. And words will totally kill you. <laughs> That's how this shit goes nowadays, I guess. I don't know. But uh, it is what it is. But he, he creates this type of culture. Right, and I'm big into culture. If you've been listening to this program for a long time, I am big on culture. He has created a tough guy culture because they chop wood, and if everybody doesn't do that hand pantomime, then I'm gonna get mad, and everybody gotta chop wood. 
right? And then they buy in because he's a father figure to a lot of them probably, and they look up to him, they admire him. Because after all, he fooled a whole university into giving him $95 million off of two wins. Pretty damn impressive, actually, on that part. He's a hustler. So, and plus, it's Michigan State. Like I told you, you can you can master in bum fights. Literally, I think you can be the valedictorian with a 2.7 GPA. It's not rocket science over there. They're, I mean, they're still doing cave art. I, I would assume their their arts program is so behind the times. Michigan State, other words, Michigan State. Their football players are idiots, morons, should never even be on the same field as our team. I hate this team more than I've ever hated any other team in the history of football. I hate this team. And after this game, it only proves that everything we've ever said about them is true. They suck. They're low rent. They are cheap. They are everything bad about what a football culture is, that's what Michigan State is. And it's all to blame is their head coach. At least with Dan Tony, right? At least with Dan Tony, they were a respectable group. Now they might have been dirty, they might have been all those other things, but you would have never seen them do this with Dan Tony as their head coach. Never. Or he would have suspended them on sight. He at least had whatever you want to say about him. He at least had a standard and a and a belief system, right? This would never happen under Dan Tony. They do that whole locking hands, walking the field horseshit, but that's as bad as it got. This is strictly because of Mel Tucker and his "I'm a tough guy" attitude. And it's really, when it's done well, it looks good and it makes men feel great, right? And that's what it is. It's a very thin line between machismo and real um, real confidence, real being a man type thing, you know? I, I don't know how else to f- say it other than you can sniff it out when you see it. I mean, it's, and he's a, he's a flop, dude. He is, he's not a tough guy. He's, he's just such an arrogant guy. Dick sucker. I can't even. <sighs> yeah, so that's what it is, guys. It's culture. It's all Mel Tucker's fault. This this uh, Michigan State, once again, proved that they are exactly who they who we thought they were. And they are. And it, he's he's responsible for this. He created this culture. Granted, those kids are responsible for, for their own actions. I'm not trying to say they're not to blame because they're 100% to blame. But kids will act up. And act out when it is coming from home, and that's their home, right? When they have not given, have been given any type of moral direction or any type of standard to be held or any of that stuff, kids will act up, and that's what these kids are doing. Plain and simple. I mean, you know, but we don't see that shit over in Michigan. I hope to God we never see that at Michigan. And if we do see that at Michigan, I hope those kids get kicked off because there's men need to be men. And if you're going to fight someone, fight them one on one. And then after that, you you lift them up, shake them out, and then you be friends because it's over. It's done. Fighting isn't meant to kill people. It's just it's not meant to destroy people. It's just meant to get some out, you know, just settle a problem every once in a while. Maybe I'm maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm too old school, you know, but I would I would never ever 
and never think it's appropriate for 10 people to be piling on one dude. That's embarrassing. Embarrassing. As a man, I would be embarrassed. If I was any one of those kids' parents and I saw my son participating in something like that, I would be embarrassed and I would rip him from that team. But then again, my son would never do that because my son grew up with standards, with a moral upbringing that needs to be upheld. He needs he's held accountable to a certain standard to be a good person in this society. And that's what we do, at least as parents, what I hope. And I always hope that my son would never fall to the mob, never fall to the group think mentality. And that's what we saw here. So I'm disgusted with that whole thing. Just disgusted with the whole thing. Men should be men. And this only makes it look like men are dogs. And I hate that. I hate it. I hate it more than anything I can tell you. I love masculine men. I love tough men. I love all that. But that's not what that was yesterday. That's not what that was. And that's disgusting. But let's get off of that. I'm done talking about that. But, uh. It's just good to beat that team. It's really good. It's really good to beat that team. I mean, I think we have a lot of problems still with our pat. Okay, so let's get back to that passing thing I was talking about. Um, I think I I really do think that JJ McCarthy. So it's one of two things, right? Teams either fear JJ McCarthy because they've seen what he can do. I mean, in very limited. Uh, exposure they've seen what he can do against the indianas of the of the big 10 when they say you know what we are going to stop the run which they really didn't but they did a pretty they did the best job i've seen so far this year at at a team stopping our run uh and even then we ran for over 100 and some yards but that's off of one really big play but anyways we're going to sell out to stop the run and jj you've got to beat us and he threw for over 300 yards so it's either that they're scared of they they'd much rather stop the run and force him in hopes right and then Indiana did and they're like fuck okay so let's try and not get the big scores done on us and then they'll start effectively trying to take away the passing game maybe that's why we're struggling or the second thing I've been thinking about is our wide receivers stink like they just can't get open they don't know how to run routes. Because I think it's one of the two. I mean, uh, anybody else? I know this is off on another tangent, but anybody else just sick of Cornelius Johnson at this point? I mean, I've... He really saved it against, what was it, Indiana? Yeah, Indiana, when he dropped that one pass, but then he made up for it with a pretty decent couple passes after, or a couple receptions after that, right? Um, but I, yesterday, I was just like, what are you doing on the field, bro? Offsides, fumbles. I mean, and then the look of, well, I didn't do that. How am I to, how was I to blame for that, that, that fumble? (laughs) I don't know. He just annoyed me big time yesterday. Um, I just think that's, it's one of the two things. Either they really do respect JJ and they're, they're trying to shut down the pass, but, and then trying to stop the run, trying to do both, but really focusing on the pass or our wide receivers can't get open. It's one of the two, and I just can't right now decide which one it is. Uh, but And then red zone. I mean, I keep saying we're going to win the national title this year, and I've said this for eight years now. 
I picked this year specifically that this was going to be the, I'm either going to look like a genius or I'm going to just be another one of those blowhards, right? But if we're going to beat the teams like Georgia, Tennessee, all those guys, we have to get better in the red zone. And you know the only real difference between Tennessee and us right now that I've noticed? They are really good in the red zone. Really good in the red zone. I mean, I watched that Tennessee-Kentucky game. I've never been a big fan of thinking Kentucky's a good SEC team outside of basketball. Even when they get ranked, I'm just like, this is only because they play in the SEC. Um, and they prove it constantly that they're never really good. But they Tennessee's really, really good in the red zone, from what I've seen. Their running game stinks, and their passing game's amazing. We have a really great running game. Our passing game stinks. But if if we had to play each other, the, my one worry would be that they could shut us down the red zone, and then we couldn't. That would be my only worry. And that's what I'm saying is we can't win big games against teams that are really good passing teams or even good in the red zone if we can't trade with them. You know, we can't. It's I, I don't know what else to say. I, I don't. The red zone is going to kill us. It is going to be the sole reason why we do not win a national title. It'll be the sole reason why we don't beat Ohio State. It's going to be the sole reason we don't accomplish our dreams and our, our focuses as a, as a Michigan, as well, we. I'm talking about the royal we. But, you know, Michigan football will fall short if they cannot improve the red zone. Execution-wise, because the players are to blame for this too. Execution-wise and and play calling. It's it's disgraceful at this point. From 10 yards in, it is a shit show. It is embarrassing. I think they run the ball 94% of the time. Unless they're trying to... I just I hate the, the whole narrative of, oh, we're just holding plays back. We're holding plays back. I just hate that. I hate that. I hate it. Because no other team really does that. When, so, when you're really good at something, you just jam it down their fucking throat and you say, deal with it. I hate this whole hiding. If you want to surprise them with one or two plays, fine, fine. But if I'm if you're leading me to believe that Michigan's holding a third of the playbook back solely for big games, get out of here with that noise. I am not here for that. Um, I was going to go into some of the other stuff I've seen during football this week, but I don't know if I have time. Um, I think Ohio State's overrated. 100%. Uh, Penn State, really. That defense outside of that one player, number 44, that dude balled out yesterday. Holy crap, he balled out. He balled out. I'll give it to him. That was impressive. But outside of that, if Sean Clifford wasn't Sean Clifford and did the most Sean Clifford stuff ever, mixed in with Karen Franklin's uh, a choke job approach to coaching, they would have beat Ohio State. Like they totally would have. I mean, uh, Strud had no clue at some point. Like he looked unsure. They had them covered up. I mean, Marvin Harris Jr. Marvin Harrison Jr. is a stud. I'll give it to him that way. But I mean, it's, through long stretches of the game, Ohio State didn't look good, and their running game stinks. I don't know what happened. They used to be a really good running team. Now they stink. It's not great. I mean, up until that kid Henderson ran for 41 yards 
on one play. They had 30 yards total in the whole game. And I think he did that in the third quarter. Not good. Pac-12 is overrated. In my, well, it's not even rated, to be quite honest with you. USC is decent. But USC was struggling with Arizona last night. Not great. Utah, whatever. Oregon, maybe some there. Uh, but still, they're in the Pac-12. So, I mean, you beat UCLA, good for you. I don't know. Bo Nix is impressive. 400 yards yesterday with six touchdowns, three running, three passing. That kid is talented. Uh, it was a, He was wasting himself over in Auburn. Um, Syracuse, I mean, awful. I don't even know why people were giving Clemson such a such a, like credit. This is proof. This is proof that Clemson stinks, right? Syracuse sucks. And then the one the the one where Clemson jumped us in the ratings, uh, in the rankings. I mean, is when they beat BC and we beat I can't even remember which team we beat Indiana. I'll say, uh, they beat BC. You know who else just beat BC yesterday? UConn. <laughs> yeah, that's right. UConn beat BC. Think about that. And that that's why Clemson is good. The, Clemson plays in the ACC that stinks. There's not one good team in the ACC. I defy you to point out one really good team in the SEC. I mean, the ACC outside of Clemson, and Clemson's mediocre. So point just any one of them, please show me where there's a good team in the ACC. That'd be like you trying to point to a really good team in the Big Twelve. Good luck. You're not going to find it. What I've seen in college football lately, there are two conferences, and that's it. The big the Big Ten and the SEC. Outside of that, it's just one or it's just one or two schools in uh, three or four different shitty conferences, just dominating and trying to make a name for themselves, and that's it. All done, written over, sad. Oh, by the way, we're gonna pimp slap Illinois. They, I don't. Pff, we're gonna pimp slap that team. It's embarrassing. That's the best team in the Big Ten West. Embarrassing. They struggled with Nebraska, and the only reason why Nebraska didn't even continue to beat the to win that game was because their quarterback got hurt. They stink. Illinois stinks. The whole Big Ten West stinks. So really, it's the SEC and the Big Ten East. That's really it. That's all that's going on now in college football. I want to get out of here, but uh, guys, it is great. It is really, really great to be a Michigan Wolverine. Oh my God, it is great right now. Uh, and how great is it to beat that shit school with those shit people and that shit coach and that just, they, oh. if Flint water was people, that's what Michigan State is. Um, just take care, uh, enjoy, and uh, always remember, never turn your back on a Michigan State player or a fan because they might just stab you because that's how classy they are. And always remember, guys, go blue.